The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, with the new year comes a rake of new technology trends, of course, for us to get our heads around. But you don't need to get your head around it because Jess Kelly, our technology correspondent, is going to explain them all uh, for us. Jess, th- there is a big event happening. Yes. Um, the Consumer Electronics Show. Correct. Well yes, you. thank you. Uh, what is that? This is, it's kind of like nerdy Christmas for people like me. So this is where hundreds of thousands of people descend upon the Las Vegas Strip and there are thousands of tech companies taking over all of the function rooms within the big swanky hotels and casinos to showcase what they hope will be the next big thing in tech. And while there is some amazing technology on display and while a lot of the, the, the tech companies use it as an opportunity to showcase you know the next big iteration of TVs or foldable screens the things that we always end up talking about are the sort of quirkier things the weird and wonderful things the inventions that you didn't know you needed <laughs> until they built them and then you're like I have to have that Alright okay so let's start with this uh, pram stroller yes. buggy however you want to describe it that will do the job of the parent for them is that right? Kind of. Like, I don't want to just parents, but this is called Ella. And brace yourself, it is the smart self driving stroller for the modern parent. Okay. So, so it drives it, it, it walks the baby itself. Is it? It, it, there's elements of that. So okay. it, it uses robotics and machine learning. And they say that they're using this technology to improve the safety, usability, and comfort of the pram. So it has things like, and I'm not talking about a car, I'm talking about a pram. It has push assist, uh, hands free cruising, brake assist, and auto parking. So if you're out, doing one of your lovely little runs and you've got a child for some reason in a buggy with you, uh, you can use this pram and it'll use the technology inside to ensure that it's a smoother terrain or it gives the sensation for the child of a smoother terrain. So it can essentially auto correct uh, the pressure of the tyres and so on to ensure that it's not going bumpy or anything like that. When you describe it as push assist, so this isn't like... For people listening, this isn't like their their electric golf buggy that they kind of turn on and it runs off into the distance no, into a lake. Go this is like those like a bolt bike or those electric bikes. You have to pedal it exactly for so it to move. Yeah, and and they're very very particular about this. That a lot of the tech the functionality won't work unless it detects a child is in the buggy or if there isn't or if there is a child in the buggy, certain features won't work. So, for example, say you have your child in your arms and you're walking or you're feeding them or whatever it is, you can then put the auto drive on the buggy so the buggy will move along beside you but the second it senses the weight or the presence of a child that function won't work it'll also auto stop so I've seen parents do do it I've done it with nieces and nephews sorry sister but when you put the kids in and all of a sudden if you're on the Lewis or the bus or on a little bit of a hill and the buggy kind of rolls away for you the buggy will detect if you're not in close enough proximity to it and it'll auto um, enable the brakes so if you have that oh god moment uh, the brakes will come in Um, it also has you know the advanced driver assist system as we've mentioned Um, but it does have onboard sensors to make sure that I suppose the parent is supervising that it's not a toy and it's not a gimmick it's something to try and help parents as they get things done before you go and buy one just brace yourself yeah $3,300. $3,300. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Forget so yeah, it's, it's a lot of money. They've won all kinds of awards and it's causing quite a bit of a, a, a stir over in Las Vegas because I suppose it's a bit of innovation. I used to work in a nursery store. I don't know if you know that about me. <laughs> I know all about the Bugaboo Chameleon and the Stokey Explorer and wow. all those. 
Yeah, I'm telling you, I have a certificate in fitting car seats. I'm a woman of many talents, not really. But there's been a hot, not a whole lot of innovation in terms of push chairs and car seats because they have to meet all kinds of criteria when it comes to health and safety. So to see this level of innovation and to see that they have those safety factors built in into the DNA, I think is quite impressive. Uh, tell me about this other piece of technology that is going to turn my toilet into a laboratory. Yeah, the second I saw this, I thought of you. Uh, this is why because you always talk about your pee, and anyone, anytime, well, you know, you should never be able to see your own pee, Jess. I was just going to say, anytime anyone says, "God, I haven't had water all day," you go, "Have you not drunk water today? You're supposed to." Never be able to see your own pee. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you want to be Kieran without being Kieran, you can get Wythings U-Scan. So Wythings is a company, they make a lot of wearables and different bits and pieces. They unveiled U-Scan, which uh, sits at the bottom of your toilet. Okay. And when you pee in the bowl, yeah, regardless of the colour of your pee, it'll detect a whole host of health information about you. Wow. It's incredible. So, and look, I know I'm being a bit jokey about it, but it is a serious uh, piece of health tech. So it can tell you things about your health, your fitness and your fertility. So when you go to the bathroom, uh, it'll your scan... Your pregnancy status, I assume as well. All of that sort of stuff. So it, genuinely, it's your hydration, your nutrition, your metabolism, vitamin levels, ovulation or menstruation. And they're, they're very eager to stress that it's all compliant with GDPR. So I'm happy about it. Uh, so you, you stick this little gadget... Into, into the, the bowl. bottom. Sorry, I don't want to... Right. Uh, right. Okay, Go we're on. just going to have to ask Put this question. Put down for a second. Uh, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, you don't only pee in the toilet. So, I mean... Oh, I don't want to have this conversation with you. No, I thought you were going to say, what about, what about other people peeing in your toilet? Well, I guess, yeah. You know, someone else could go to the toilet in your house and find out they're pregnant. Well, um, but the, there is a block on that. Um, they're, they're, they have a little uh, function, essentially, that will identify your urine stream signature... Okay. So if it doesn't match your urine stream signature, the data oh, right. won't be collated. And you just, I guess the other issue I was raising, I guess you just get the toilet brush and really give it a good... You talk to somebody else because a I, I'm a journalist, I'm not doing this. But uh, I think it's really interesting. A lot of us are very focused on our health and our well-being. And for such a long time, all we had was the wearable on our wrist. <laughs> and this is another way to get a little bit more in depth uh, if you want to take those nerdy Kieran Goodheat conversations about your pee to the next level. Um, so before you go, we were just talking about minimum unit pricing. Yes. And one of the issues that was raised was young people purchasing alcohol mm. and there, it seems, is some innovation in that regard as well. Yeah, this is something that was trialled last year and it looks like it may be rolled out further because the tests went really well. So a number of supermarkets in the UK, including Asda, Morrisons, Tesco and the Co-op used uh, what's called the Yoti Digital Age Verification Technology. So you know what the self-service tills when you're scanning your shopping and if you buy uh, some alcohol or something that is required for over 18s or ID, uh, rather than an employee coming over to do the age verification... The camera on the front of the machines that a lot of the ones in the UK now has use this software to detect or guesstimate your age. Okay. And the reason that they're saying it worked well is because, again, GDPR comes into play here. It wasn't storing any data. It was doing a guesstimation of your age. Um, and again, it was informed consent because you had the option of calling somebody over and showing them the passport if you wanted or you could allow the machine to do its thing. And it could take a guesstimate of your age. And if you looked to the, the the software to be over the age of 18, you had no issue. This meant that, you know, staff were free to do other things in the stores. And it also makes for a more seamless shopping experience. 
without the fear factor of letting people uh, buy alcohol who shouldn't be buying mm. alcohol. Now, I'm sure there will be people who will text in right now going, I've looked 18 since I was nine years old. And people will say that they can get around it and so on. The sophistication of this technology is getting there. We know that there are instances of not this, but other facial recognition technology that's been known to be discriminatory. And, you know, it's great at identifying white men. That's like it can nail the white men. But for everybody else, it can be a bit touch and go. So, look, they're saying that they've done, I think it's over 570 million age checks using this technology. And it's only a matter of time, I'd say, before we see it elsewhere. All right. Listen, Jess Kelly, our technology correspondent. Jess, thank you very much uh, for that. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.